When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Or Longhorn Notebook in Jeff Howe's absentia. <laughs> it is uh, brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert, your Longhorn lender. Be sure to check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com. See if she can do for you what she did for Linda and me, and that was to help get that home loan approval turned around in a snap. She is, after all, the person who can make that 10-day home loan approval guarantee a reality. Again, it's Bowersock. Team.com, B-O-W-E-R-S-O-C-K, BowersockTeam.com. Okay, uh, and, and again, uh, Jeff will give us the uh, uh, the practice review. There was a media window where he was able to view a little bit of that uh, this morning, and then he'll check in with us uh, a little later on following the Sark media availability to talk about uh, what Sark had to say in the, in the practice uh, review itself. Meanwhile, both the Texas men's and women's basketball teams are preparing for the upcoming Big 12 Conference Tournament. Now, it started all, of course, with the uh, with the men uh, taking care of business, followed by the women, because the men tipped off like an hour earlier than the men, uh, than the women did. The men's uh, tournament schedule is now set after a uh, tremendous performance on Saturday afternoon. And, and incidentally, for guys who think that Kansas had nothing uh, to play for. Uh, I think, uh, first of all, Bill Self would disagree with you and uh, pretty much talked about it in the postgame news conference afterwards that they came full out. They played uh, all their starters. They uh, they wanted to win the game to continue to enhance their seed line. What they were looking for is to try to get to the overall number one seed. Now, there's an interesting take on that in the one of the uh, – bracketological prognostications and uh we'll uh you know we'll clear up some of those <clears throat> to do that and let you know but with regard to the men's game itself they came out <clears throat> got got the big jump Kansas had one lead in the game two nothing that was it and uh, the Longhorns had the big jump and uh, thanks by the way to uh, Cam Parker who put together that highlight montage for us this morning and <clears throat> uh, got up they were up eight at the half after Kansas hit a three at the buzzer. There were, I think, three occasions in the second half where the Jayhawks closed to within seven. But that was as close as they could get. And Texas ends up pulling away, and they win it by 16-75-69. Of course, one of the key weapons in that, Sir Jabari Rice, 23 points, seven rebounds. Uh, Jabari, who would be named Big 12 Conference uh, sixth man of the year yesterday, but uh, had his typical big game coming off the bench for Texas, made some big threes. Loved the one he hit in the corner where he was wide open. They passed it to him. He took his time to take a dribble, stop, eyed it, and nailed it. That was that was part as well. So we had an opportunity to visit for a moment 
after the game after Jabari on Senior Day, one of those seniors along with Timmy Allen and Marcus Carr and Christian Bishop. And Dylan DeSue went through it as well. Dylan, by the way, technically has a year of eligibility remaining if he wants to use it, but he is going to be graduating in the spring and hasn't made a decision on whether he come back, but wanted to go through that just in case he wasn't coming back. So uh, Jabari, of course, one of those seniors. And um, a, a very gratifying moment for Rice and for his teammates as we visited after the game. We talked the other night on the radio show about how much you enjoy playing and how much you, you, enjoy, you enjoy playing in this building. It all kind of culminated today, didn't it, for mm-hmm. you and for the team? Yeah, uh, we had a good game today. Uh, it was clicking on both ends of the floor, defense and offense, and we just trusted each other today uh, more than I ever seen, and uh, that's a good thing going into postseason. What was the biggest difference that you guys did in this game as opposed to the last game up in Lawrence? Um, I guess uh, trying to slow those guys down as far as like fast break because they're a really good fast break team. They're really good at getting rebounds, offensive rebounding. So the focus was just to box out, take away the fast break, and just be aggressive as far as on offense. So we did, and I think it was successful tonight. The other thing I think that was so important was that everybody seemed to contribute in one way or another, whether offensively or defensively. You had the biggest scoring afternoon, but you found other guys, and other guys found you. Yeah, yeah. I think, like I said, it's go back to trust. I think we trusted each other big time tonight, and we just had – each other's back when it came to defense and offense. Guys get beat on defense, we got each other back, come make a play, block shot, charge, things like that. And so I think that willed us to the win. You've had a lot of fun and played in the postseason before. How much are you looking forward to this postseason with this team? Um, I'm looking forward to it uh, big time. Every time I talk about it, I kind of get chills. Uh, I don't want to go home. I'm, I'm not done playing for Texas. And so um, we'll try to stretch that as far as we can. Yeah, it's a good way to uh, to phrase it, try to stretch it as far as they can. And, again, their their next action will be on Thursday night in the Big 12 tournament in the quarterfinals at 6. Here's a couple of numbers uh, to keep in mind about what the Longhorns have done to this point in the season before we get to you know the actual Big 12 bracket itself and the women's side as well. The Longhorns, both the men and women, wound up being 23-8 uh, and eight overall. Now, Texas went 12-6 and six in the Big 12 conference, good enough to finish in second place, sole possession in second, one game back of Kansas. Jayhawks finished 13-5. and five. The net ranking, if you're wondering about seed line and things like this, the net ranking, uh, which is one of the you know the big tools that the NCAA tournament selection committee uses to evaluate, is the is their own NCAA net ranking. They're number ten in that net ranking. They're number eight in the Ken Palm rankings, which by the way is the makes them the highest rated Big Twelve team. Even ahead of Kansas, the, the highest rated there. So there's there's different criteria that gives different weight to home wins, road wins, quad one wins, things like that. Uh, by the way, speaking of quad one games, Longhorns are 11 and 8 in quad one games this year. That's tied for the second most nationally uh, with wins. Kansas is 15 and 6 in quad one wins, and Baylor is 11-9, and nine, Texas 11-8 and eight in a quad one uh, record. And as of 6 o'clock on Saturday night, Texas was one of four schools, and it, and, and it did hold up, by the way, through the rest of the weekend. Texas is one of four schools to rank in the top 20 in Ken Palm, that's Ken Pomeroy, that's, again, one of the big evaluative tools that the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee uses. 
They are one of four schools to rank in the top 20 in Ken Palm in both adjusted offense and defensive efficiency. Uh, they're 16th offense, 19th defensively, joined by Houston, Alabama, and UConn in those numbers. So for folks who say, well, I, I don't get their offense, and their half-court game is standing around, their offensive efficiency is uh, has them in the top 20 of that. And uh, the 23 regular season victories, the most regular season wins by Texas in 11, no, 12 years, the 2010-2011 season when they went 25-6. and six. And since the Big 12 moved to an 18-game round-robin schedule that started uh, in the 2011-2012 season, the Longhorns have reached the 12-win mark for the first time in league play, 12-6. and six. They're also 5-3 and three against AP opponents ranked in the top 11 of the country. It wins over number two Gonzaga, number three Kansas, number seven Creighton, number eleven Baylor, number seven K State. They're seven and six against AP top twenty-five foes. The seven wins against AP ranked teams are tied for the second most in program history. They went eight and five against AP top twenty-five teams in 03-04. They went seven and four in the 05-06 season that we were talking about when they went to the Elite Eight, and seven and six in twenty twenty-one. Thirteen of the Longhorns' 23 wins have been by at least 10 points, and they posted a scoring margin this year of 10.2. In other words, outscoring their opponents nearly uh, 79 to 69 on that in in terms of uh, outscoring the margin. Um, uh, Rodney Terry, in case you're wondering, uh, 16 and seven since taking over the program back in December, including five wins against AP top 25 opponents. And the Longhorns are 7-1 under Rodney Terry in games decided by five points or less or in overtime. And uh, as we know, they had a you know great year in the Moody Center, averaged 10,965. The capacity is 10,763. But if you counted the standees, the students in the standing room only in the upper corral way up there in the rafters, that, those standing room uh, tickets were also counted in, so they averaged 10,965 fans this year. They went 16-1 and in the 17 games, 6-0 and against AP Top 25 opponents in games at Moody Center, uh, including 3-0 and against Top 10 opponents by beating Gonzaga, Kansas, and Creighton. So uh, there it is. There's some, uh, some other notes about Texas as they get ready to head into the postseason. Now, <clears throat> for the Big 12 Conference Tournament, uh, as I mentioned, Longhorns will play – on Thursday, and uh, they'll play Thursday evening at 6 o'clock, and uh, that will be against the winner of basically what will be Bedlam. Uh, It'll be Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, and the tournament itself starts up on uh, Wednesday. Oh, by the way, the one other thing I wanted to get to uh, before uh, before getting uh, to the tournament – Three Longhorns uh, received all Big 12 men's basketball awards. Marcus Carr, uh, all Big 12 first team, becoming the first Longhorn player to be a first team all Big 12 player since Isaiah Taylor did that seven years ago, 2015-2016. Serge Jabari Rice, the six-man award, he joined Kai Jones, who did it two years ago as the only Texas players to claim the honor. 
Uh, Rice was also, by the way, named to uh, third-team All-Big 12 and the five-person Big 12 All-Newcomer team. Timmy Allen selected honorable mention, and as I mentioned, Marcus Carr, uh, number one, uh, uh, or at least uh, first-team All-Big 12. The Big 12 Conference Player of the Year, you might have mentioned, uh, might have imagined, was uh, Jalen Wilson, and the Coach of the Year, Jerome Tang of Kansas State. I know some folks thought Ronnie Terry uh, was should have gotten the award, certainly deserving of it, but I think Jerome Tang uh, and Ronnie would tell you this as well, certainly deserving as well what he did because uh, that team was picked, I think, to finish ninth in the league in the preseason poll. And uh, actually, looking at one of them here, it says it's, they were picked last. Uh, and, of course, it was his first head coaching job. They went 11-7 in the league. They're 23-8 and eight his uh, first season. That 23-8 and eight record, the uh, best by any first-year head coach in NCAA Division I and the second best in Kansas State history. So he did a heck of a job, and, um, and uh, it, was, it was impressive to see, uh, to see what they did. And the rest of the um, All-Big 12 awards on the uh, first team for that first-team All-Big 12 Adam Flagler of Baylor, Jalen Wilson of Kansas, Keontae Johnson of Kansas State, Marquise Noel of Kansas State, and Marcus Carr with uh, Jalen Wilson being named Player of the Year. Second team, Keontae George of Baylor, Gabe Kalsher of Iowa State, Grady Dick of Kansas, Damian Ball of TCU, and Mike Miles Jr. of TCU. And on the third team, L.J. Cryer of Baylor, Kevin McCullough of Kansas, Caleb Boone of Oklahoma State, Eric Stevenson of West Virginia, and Serge Jabari Rice. Uh, Texas honorable mention, uh, Jaron Holmes of Iowa State, Oshun Oshuni from Iowa State, KJ Adams, who by the way was named the most improved player of the year in the Big Twelve, the Westlake product, KJ Adams of Kansas, Dewan Harris of Kansas, Jalen Hill of Oklahoma, Grant Sherfield of Oklahoma, uh, Emmanuel Miller of TCU, Timmy Allen of Texas, Davion Harmon of Texas Tech, and Kevin O'Banner of Texas Tech, also named. Uh, Honorable mention, all Big 12. All Big 12 defensive team, Gabe Kalsher of Iowa State, Dewan Harris of Kansas, Kevin McCullough of Kansas, Marquise Noel of K-State, and Musa Cisse of Oklahoma State. The all-newcomer team, Keontae George of Baylor, Jaron Holmes of Iowa State, Grady Dick of Kansas, Keontae Johnson of Kansas State, and Serge Jabari Rice of Texas. And the all-freshman team, Keontae George of Baylor, Taman Lipsy of Iowa State, Grady Dick of Kansas, uh, also, Milos Uzan of Oklahoma and Pop Isaacs of Texas Tech. So um, that's the uh, that's uh, that's where that is. Now, the Big Twelve Conference Tournament. The uh, it begins with West Virginia against Texas Tech at six o'clock on Wednesday night, and that's in that eight nine play in game. So uh, that's the first game. And then uh, Oklahoma State and Oklahoma, Oklahoma State the seven seed, Oklahoma the ten seed. Uh, that will be at eight thirty. In the uh, quarterfinals, it'll start eleven thirty Thursday morning. Baylor and Iowa State, and that's your four versus five matchup at two o'clock. Kansas to get the winner of that West Virginia Texas Tech Wednesday night matchup at six o'clock. Kansas will play that. Uh, West Virginia, Texas Tech winner. 6 o'clock Thursday night, Texas the two seed against the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State contest. And then at 8.30, it's Kansas State and TCU. Semifinals will be at 6 at 8.30 on Friday, and the championship game will be at 5 o'clock on Saturday uh, afternoon. So that's on the men's side. On the women's side, with uh, and they have not announced 
the um, the uh, awards yet. That'll come out this afternoon. I would imagine you'll have see several uh, Longhorns involved. Rory Harmon, I think, stands a decent shot to be the Big 12 Player of the Year. Vic Schaefer, I think, has a decent shot, along with Jenny Baranchik of Oklahoma, to be the Big 12 Coach of the Year. Uh, so we'll, we'll find that out later today, and we'll talk about it tonight on Longhorn Weekly when we have uh, that final seasonal special edition, women's basketball edition of Longhorn Weekly with Vic Schaefer out at Pluckers. Shaley Gonzalez is going to join us out there from the team, and we're going to hear from um, the coach's daughter who's on the staff, Blair Schaefer. It's always an interesting conversation. So we're going to hear from them. That's at 6.30 tonight, and that's at Pluckers, the West Campus location, 2222 Rio Grande. If you can't make it out there, you can hear it on 105.3 The Bat, our station, obviously, for Texas women's athletics, women's basketball and softball, uh, 105.3 The Bat at 6.30. But the um, but the women's uh, basketball uh, tournament gets underway on Friday, and well, actually, it actually begins on Thursday. So they will begin on Thursday uh, with the play-in games and uh, those uh, play-in games on Thursday. And that will have a direct effect on who the Longhorns play as well. Because on Thursday uh, at uh, the old downtown arena at Municipal Auditorium in Kansas City, the first game of the day will be at 5 o'clock. That's the 8 versus 9, Texas Tech against Kansas State. The winner of that is going to get Texas at 1.30 in the afternoon. The other game that takes place uh, on Thursday evening, the 7-seed Kansas against the 10-seed TCU. And then the women's quarterfinals begin Friday morning at 11 with uh, Oklahoma State, uh, the 4-seed against the 5-seed West Virginia. Then you have Texas at 1.30. Uh, taking on the winner of that Texas Tech-Kansas State game. In the evening session, it's the two-seed Oklahoma against the winner of that 7-versus-10 matchup, Kansas and TCU. And then the night game will be the three-seed Iowa State and the six-seed Baylor playing at 8.30. So there's your rundown on the Big 12 men's and women's basketball tournament, the all-Big 12 teams and the honored teams as well. Coming up, we'll have Inconceivable before we glide on in hour number two here with Light the Tower on the Horn 1049 1019 AM 1260. We're live local and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Light the Tower. Inconceivable. 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 Inconceivable.